The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. In this time of unprecedented crisis on almost every level, our challenge is to become aware of and shed the insidious trance of destruction that has come over us. Only as we awaken can we become the spiritual warriors necessary to free ourselves and our world of this life-threatening spell and step into a prophesied golden time. Tonight's special guest will help us look within ourselves and this illness to awaken the amazing potential that Creator has given us to thrive as good stewards of this precious home planet and all our relations. Never before in human history has there been a time when we so desperately need the insights and profound wisdom. Only by developing a conscious, thriving inner spiritual life can we dispel the Watiko for good. Otherwise, we will only collude with the darkness we believe we are fighting. The projection of the shadow self scapegoating is the underlying psychological mechanism fueling Watiko. And in the context of the COVID-19 pandemic, we can reframe the pandemic so as to receive the lessons and opportunities embedded in it. The power of imagination can cure the Watiko mind virus, and it is important for each of us to bring forth the creative spirit within us, which helps shed light of consciousness on Watiko, taking away its power over us, while simultaneously empowering ourselves. There are no hospitals for the virus. If we cannot acknowledge it, we can't cure it. Listen carefully to tonight's full program if you want to break free from the collective mind parasite of Wetiko. You are listening to Veritas. If this is your first time, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, join the Veritas family and click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, and more. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store, for focused life force energy, MMS, rebounders, CBD pure hemp oil, pure organic sulfur, flash drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at VeritasRadio.com. And now, here's your host, Mel Hostelrick. A pioneer in the field of spiritual emergence, Paul Levy is a wounded healer in private practice, assisting others who are also awakening to the dreamlike nature of reality. Among his books are The Quantum Revelation, a radical synthesis of science and spirituality, Dispelling Watiko, Breaking the Curse of Evil, and the recently released Watiko, healing the mind virus that plagues our world. He is the founder of the Awakening in the Dream community in Portland, Oregon. An artist, he is deeply steamed in the work of Dr. Carl Jung and has been a Tibetan Buddhist practitioner for over 35 years. He is a faculty member of the Shift Network. His website is awakenindedream.com and Paul Levy joins us directly from Portland, Oregon. Hello, Paul, and welcome back to Veritas. How are you? Yeah. Hey. Oh, I'm I'm good. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you. Thank you, Mel. Likewise, and congratulations on the new book. Well, Paul, for the past two years, I've had this suspicion that the real virus 
is a mental one. The, the, the median death rate for the current advertised virus, which I won't name the name, is 0.27%, and that includes everyone. But I think that 99.73% of the people are being affected more by fear and propaganda with the mind parasite. Is there a connection between Wetiko, the mind virus, and what we are currently experiencing worldwide? Oh, there's a total connection. You know, in my new book, the last section in the book is all about um, COVID. I, I spoke the name and um, and the, the mind virus, Watiko, the Watiko mind virus. And yeah, I would say that the global pandemic is the mind virus. It's the actual physical manifestation of the mind virus. And that the real virus that we should be afraid of is the mind virus. And that's what's potentially taking down our species. And it's feeding off of fear and polarization and separation. And um, and our minds get get disoriented and deranged. And um, what Watiko is, it was a Native American term, it's that it's really a collective psychosis. And we are in the middle of a massive collective psychosis, this psychic epidemic of titanic proportions. And so it's the real thing we should be concerned about. And what's happening in the pandemic if you see the pandemic through a certain lens, it can help you to see the mind virus because the mind virus works through our blind spots, through our unconscious, through the projective tendencies of the mind in such a way that it hides itself from being seen and we unwittingly become an instrument to act it out in the world. So that's one of the major parts of my book is really helping people to see that what's playing out, um, you know, and I can say more about that, what's playing out in the global pandemic is Watiko, is the mind virus, and it can help us to see the mind virus. This is our third interview, and I wanted to refresh the memory of our listeners about what Watiko is in a nutshell, and you just did. But what is Watiko's origin? Yeah, well, that's a really interesting question, and I've contemplated that throughout my books on Watiko. And there are all these theories, like some people think, oh, negative ET or a collective trauma. Um, other people think, oh, it's just built into the fabric of the universe. And I certainly have no idea. I mean, I've studied so many different theories about that. But the thing which is important is that Watiko, it's actually being created in this moment by us or not. In other words, we're participating in, in its genesis each and every moment we're colluding with it. And um, that's the important point that it's something that we're participating in creating Watiko. It's this dreamed up phenomena that we're all collectively dreaming up into our world. And um, that's the, that's the real point um, where we can get in, we can get our hands into the virus in a way to really to access its gifts because encoded in the virus is its own vaccine is its own medicine it's actually helping us to wake up but if we don't if you don't recognize what it's revealing to us then it just is programmed to destroy us and so my whole work is trying to help people to see this mental virus um because if we don't see it well then we're doomed I wanted to leave that, what you just said, till the end. We'll dissect that part, what you said, that the virus has its own vaccine embedded into it. But what you said yeah, about the blindness, so important. Many people go through life, Paul, 
with a physical or a mental condition and sometimes they ignore them, thinking that it's just it's going to go away on its own. But in fact, it might get worse. But where Tico has infected us all, I believe, don't we have to snap out of our denial, see the disease, acknowledge it, name it, and try to understand how it operates so as to ascertain how they deal with it, how we'll have to deal with it? Doesn't the cure begin by identifying the problem, in this case, seeing Wetiko? Yeah, well, that's exactly right, because Wetiko is this blindness. It's a peculiar form of blindness that doesn't know it's blind. And not only that, it thinks it's more sighted than people who actually have sight. And not only that, it can't see its own darkness. It can't see the shadow in oneself. It always projects it out onto others. And not only that, it can't see its own light. So it's an all-around blindness. And when we're afflicted with it, we don't know we're blind. Okay? So what that means is that the first step in healing this disease of the psyche is to recognize that we're blind, is to actually see that we're blind in a certain way. And if we don't see that, then there there's no hope. But then the next step is to begin to see the mental virus. And it's not something that you see as an object uh, with you as a subject. It's not that type of seeing. People have said to me, oh, I, I, I've seen Watiko and it's like a flying fish or an amoeba. And, and I, I just shake my head because the idea is, is Watiko, it's formless and yet it can take on any form. Okay. So the point is, is to not see it as you know in a particular form and think that's it because that's the fall under its spell but to understand that its origin and its solution is to be found within the psyche and so what my whole work is about is trying to show people how to see it so as an example if if i'm preaching the light to somebody whose eyes are blind then who's the one who's blind it's me it's a way better strategy to try to teach people the art of seeing. And so, um, of course, the question becomes, well, how do you do that? How do you, you know, how do you teach people the art of seeing? So in conclusion, you see, to begin to see what Tico involves a number of things. And I, I'm happy to talk about that. That's what my work is about. But on the one hand, you, you know, it's an inner disease of the soul that actually operates through the medium of the outside world. So it can actually extend itself out in the external world, configure events so as to reflect the inner condition of a psyche under its thrall. And at the same time, it operates, covertly operates through our unconscious reactions to when we see evil and when we see what you go out there, we react. And if we don't assimilate our reaction and add consciousness to it, but just indulge in it and act it out, then we become a vector for Watiko. So seeing Watiko involves seeing how it operates through the non-local field, how it configures events in the outer world, and simultaneously how it actually informs our inner reactions. That's the begin to see Watiko. You had your own personal experience, and I remember we discussed this in detail, the whole story, during our first interview. And you even wrote a book titled Awakened by Darkness, When Evil Becomes Your Father. Have you extracted Watiko out of your life? And if so, how? And how does one contract this mind virus? Yeah, well, 
how one contracts it, we all already have it, it in that it pervades the collective unconscious of our species. So we all have it potential. It's the same, you know, the same thing to think of, oh, who among us has not acted out their unconscious? I mean, we all have. We all have a propensity to fall asleep for a certain moment and act something out. And the same thing with Watiko. We all have a tendency to, you know, you know, to act out Watiko in small ways. So in a sense, it, it's already in us. We, 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 our species, in a way, has been infected. But that's not a bad thing. Because Watiko, it's catalyzing our evolution. It's helping us to wake up. If it didn't exist, we'd have to invent it because it's serving us. You know, it's a quantum phenomena. It has a superposition of states. It's both the deepest poison and the greatest, you know, sublime gift and blessing. So the idea of, like, for me, I became aware of it in my personal life. And I, I won't go into the story, but just there was this 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 abuse stuff that played out with my father or with, you know, a trauma and um and all of a sudden my boundaries had gotten so obliterated just energetically that it was as if i got a transfusion of the watiko virus into my very being and it was wanting to take me over and make me its host and and that's been a process i've been in over 40 years and where i more and more have been able to transmute that watiko energy that wanted to destroy me into my work. I mean, that's the idea that I was able to turn it into medicine, sort of like an alchemist, and I'm still a work in progress. I mean, you know, it's only been 40 years. <laughs> I say that jokingly, but it's been 24-7 every day that I've, you know, had to deal with this process in one way or the other, and I'm just fortunate that I've been able to turn it into, into creativity. Are you saying that what Tico is... The epitome of duality. In other words, you have uh, uh, good and evil all together, and it's the lesson for us to take a choice. Well, yeah, it, it's like when I was saying that Watiko is a quantum phenomena, in that, you know, it reminds me of alchemy. The god image in alchemy is Mercurius. And Mercurius is, you know, I think of in the collective works, Jung describes. Mercurius as he's found in the gutters. He's the total darkest evil and the most sublime God all in one being. And just like with light, how you observe light determines how it manifests as a light, as a wave or a particle. The same thing with Watiko, how you observe it, how you relate to it, that determines if it's going to manifest as the deepest evil imaginable or as the highest light. And so, yeah, it's, it's a very peculiar phenomena. It's a quantum phenomena that contains both of the opposites superposed on, you know, and into each other and how it manifests. It's totally in potential either way. And it depends on us. If I didn't know any better, Paul, I would say that, the elite, the propaganda machine, and even our own governments are spreading this collective psychosis, or at least part of it, because it's in nature. Uh, perhaps it's a, and we'll discuss the concept of interdimensional beings and known locality and all that stuff. But they're spreading this collective psychosis. How does Watiko spread? Yeah, well, it's contagious, you know, and it's just like a virus can be contagious. This mind virus is incredibly contagious. When, when you hang out with somebody who's under its spell, 
and you're open to them, it starts to evoke a similar point of view in your own mind you, without you even knowing it. And then you get into alignment with the person under the spell and you start seeing things similarly and all that. And you're totally right. I mean, the elite, <clears throat> the mainstream media, our government, those are all organs, you know, for propaganda for the Watiko virus. But the thing I want to point out is that, you know, say the the powers that be, the people who, you know, of influence, they themselves are victimized by Watiko, even though they might be the ones, you know, purposely trying to create division and polarization, you know, which feeds Watiko. But they themselves are just pawns in the hands of the deeper archetype, you know, and the archetype, just to remind people, is formless. And when an archetype all of a sudden is constellated, is activated, we we understand that an archetype is activated by its effects. We never, there's no one who's ever seen an archetype directly, similarly how no one's ever seen an atom, but we infer its existence by its effects. The same thing with what I'm talking about, this mental virus that's invisible and formless that exists in our mind um, and exists in the collective unconscious, we actually can trace it back via its effects. So the people, you know, the, the billionaires, the elite, who are actually the ones who are, you know, trying to divide us and divide and conquer type of thing, they, like I'm saying, they themselves are merely, or are just pawns in the hands of the deeper archetype. So in a way, it's a cosmic, in a way, struggle versus good and evil. And, um, but the origin of that is inside of us. It's playing out inside of our minds. Recently, a dear friend and guest of this program, Greg Caton, passed away. He said, we live in a psychopathocracy. If that is the case, Watiko is being spread by psychopaths. Yeah, 100% agree. I mean, it's interesting how people who have psychopathic tendencies tend to be attracted to positions of power. So you would get no argument from me that the the people who are higher up in you know the corporate world in government are are um are not well let's put it that way and have psychopathic tendencies if not you see the thing about watiko being a, a transpersonal archetypal energy this daimonic energy it can literally possess a person and somebody could become so taken over by watiko that they become watiko's outpost so they become unwittingly an instrument for the mind virus to act itself out in the world. And, and they're oblivious to it. They have no idea. And they can appear really, you know, loving and compassionate because, yeah, if they just, if it was obvious that they were taken over by something evil, then they could never get away with the murder that they do. So, but it's an important point to understand that what Tico can possess an actual individual at a certain moment in time or for the rest of their lives, and it can possess a group of people or a nation or a species. We've all heard about the Manchurian candidate where leaders, wink, wink, become a puppet or a marionette. Who or what is commanding this puppet? Yeah, well, right. And, and that question, who or what, I mean, that's a good way to phrase the question because... You know, I can easily think of of so many so many leaders who fall into that category who I just see are are puppets 
you know, on a string that are being manipulated by some sort of deeper force. And it goes back to that same thing I'm pointing. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.